Podcast brought to you by Move Out Publishing House. I'm here with Drew, Lydia, and we have our special guest Devin here, who is the writer of the forward for the book McFluzy. And we're here to discuss uh, chapter one um, of McFluzy, Take It to the Grave. We're going to kick off today's uh, chapter one review with the quote that's in the beginning of the chapter. I'll go ahead and read it so give you guys a little refresher here so you know we, we can go ahead and go in on that topic. Among certain groups, being labeled a snitch is dishonorable and could result in serious consequences. No matter the circumstances, you are expected not to report crimes to the police, and you certainly never to become a witness, even if you see who did it. Clearly. So, with that being said, Drew, what, what's your take on Man, I mean, <clears throat> I, I have so many issues with the whole snitching thing. Um, for one, I feel like there is varying degrees of snitching. Um, I feel that also, like, who came up with these rules? You know what I'm saying? It's almost like, you know, when, when, when this whole idea came up, it's like, you know, you shouldn't snitch. But at the same time, it's like there's certain circumstances that you will probably will have to snitch. Um, or if you told the person to not necessarily do the act, how is that snitching if I tell to keep myself out of getting into trouble? You know what I'm saying? So I just kind of feel like, you know, there was no underwriting or, or any, any type of, uh, you know, discussion on what actually constitutes snitching. You know what I'm saying? So, so <clears throat> from my, from my standpoint, I, I, I kind of believe that it's, it's two forms here. Right. You got a whistleblower. And you got to snitch. And what what, what kind of bring this into a, a open situation? And what that is is if, if four of us are in a car, and uh, Devin and Drew say, "Hey man, we about to go hit this lake. We about to go rob this this convenience store." And me and Lydia is like, "Nah, we not with it." So we chilling. Y'all go. We pull up to the convenience store. And what do y'all do? Y'all rob the store. Get back in. We all get picked up by the police. So this is where the, the breakdown of the whistleblower and the snitch comes down. From my perspective, if I told you, like, look, I ain't with that and you want to do something stupid and the police pick me up and I sit here and say, look, I ain't had nothing to do with it. That's one thing. But what's going to classify you as a snitch in that situation? Right. So in that particular situation, for one, you know, because of the laws of the streets you're going to be labeled a snitch if you even if you told me not to commit the act you're going to be labeled a snitch if it comes out that you told that i committed the act right i don't agree with that you see what i'm saying because the thing is is that if you told me if you knowingly told me not to do it why should you take the fall for me right you feel what i'm saying so in that in that situation though you know because of the street code you should have got out the car you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? It's just like listen, listen, listen. Just it's just like just like in Boys in the Hood, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So so when 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 Ice Cube and them or Doughboy was about to pull up on them guys that got his brother, yeah. right? It was riding and everything like that, and Trey was in the back seat, and he was like, "Doe, let me out." He got out. So Doe knew it processed in his mind like, "Yo, I'm not about this life. I know I'm angry right now." But I got a lot more to lose than these cats. So his move was, yo, let me out the car. Don't knew what was going on because he knew that if he got jammed up, Trey was going to be the one that's most likely to snitch on him. Yeah. Because he had a lot to lose. Now, in this situation, <clears throat> how I explained it is that we didn't understand what y'all was about to get into. See what I'm saying? So we don't understand what y'all about to get into. 
and y'all do it at this point in time, like, man, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, technically, how I look at it is the whistleblower aspect of it is when somebody blow their whistle, throw their flag and say, look, hey, I ain't with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. What's your take on that, Devin? I mean, snitching to me, you know, that whole code is is to protect those who are out there doing things they aren't supposed to be doing. Right? Yeah. I mean, and honestly, you know, to be called a snitch, to me, snitching is we're, we all get locked up together. We get caught. Yeah. And I'm telling on somebody who's free, who didn't get caught. Mm-hmm. That's snitching. Yeah. Right? If we get caught together, I mean, we got caught. I mean, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Uh, Lydia? Back to your situation that you just gave, that example. Yeah. Like, if we was in the car and we we knew what they was doing, you can't say we didn't know. We knew what they was about to do, so we can't act dumb. But, like <clears> you <throat> said, if if he told you not to um, go rob the, rob the store or whatever, and, we, and you did it, it's not like we can say, all right, let's get out. Because about that time, you're thinking, all right, what are we going to do? It's, it's just... You don't got time to think. So you're saying ignorance. You're going to get no. caught. You're going to get caught. You sit there thinking, oh, we got to get out. You're going to stop the car. Nah, you're going to get caught. So, so everybody, everybody's in trouble at that time. So now you in the car trying to get away. You got to be like, all right, this is our story. What are we going to do? What are we going to say? That's it. So you think ignorance is no excuse there? Exactly. Nah. Ignorance is not an excuse? It's not an excuse. <laughs> all right. So at what point in chapter one, snitch, did you realize that shrimp snitched? If, if you believe that he did snitch, and I'll, I'll, I'll open that up to everybody. I can tell you uh, the point when he ate the snacks. Um, I mean, I mean that's what I read it as. It's kind of funny because I had to read it over a couple of times because I was like, wait, you know, I, I don't think he ever snitched. But then when I read it and, you know, I, I took it piece by piece and it was like, okay, you know, they gave him the... the uh, what was it the honey uh, bun the honey pepsi. bun and pepsi and he was like man you know i'm like extremely hungry right now, right now so i just proceeded to eat but at that point that was when you know he basically snitched in the eyes of snacks because remember they brought snacks in and they saw that he ate the honey bun you know what i'm saying so that's when it kind of you know it was revealed that he actually snitched so and 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 with that said like with shrimp you know, he was he was like he knew what was going on. He kind of knew they was kind of trying to run game or whatever. They, you know, he was like, you know, they're using this reverse psychology on me. Um, so he kind of knew what was going on and knew what the detectives was up to. But he he couldn't show resistance and and uh, self control because of the fact that you know he was extremely hungry and he ended up eating. So I think he kind of knew what was going on and what were the ramifications of his actions were. You know what right. I'm saying? So I think the part where um I realized he snitched was when he said, you know, you can check my fingerprints and everything, he's not going to find it. You know, it was kind of like an indirect like he knew he was innocent and the other guys that was with him were the ones who were, you know, violating. So he told on them without telling on them. You know, so you know when the detective came back in and he was like, you know, you're free to go. I think they kind of knew he was telling the truth, and they kind of sensed that he wasn't really like the other guys, mm-hmm. you know, because um, they probably didn't say anything. He talking about something, you know, check the fingerprints. You know, I can take a lot of technical tests, you know, you know. If most of the guys are probably sitting there, it was like I ain't saying nothing. How about you, later? What time? At what point you realize? That's the same thing I was gonna say. It was before he ate the snacks when he said I can take a lot of technical tests, check my fingerprints, because he was talking <clears> too much. And they already saw that as him being weak. He talking he talking too much, so they knew they could get it out of him if they if they keep prying him. Cause he's he's scared. Well, my from my and standpoint, that's what they saw. He was scared. I don't believe he snitched. You see what I'm saying that that's 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 my standpoint. And the reason why I don't believe he snitched is because I believe that number one, he he blew the whistle. And what I mean by that is he pretty much just said, "I don't have nothing to do with it." I'm going to eliminate myself from the situation. I don't, not one time in the chapter did he say anything about anybody else. He, he outlined, they asked him who Bam was and who all these other characters were in the book. And he didn't say anything. He also outlined that, you know, maybe your daughters know this top running back in the state. 
See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So these are these are ways of him to sit here and kind of the deter the detectives on on what's what. See what I'm saying? But I, I think also too is 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 kind of based off of you know whose perspective are we looking from? Because you know my thing is is that as a reader, yeah, I, I agree he did not snitch. However, when Snacks walked in. You know, he's the representative of the streets. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So when Snacks walked in, he saw that he ate the snacks. And it's so fitting that the dude name is Snacks that walks in to see the dude eats. <laughs> <laughs> but when he saw that, that was and from his perspective, snitching. So and 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 you know, in the eyes of the streets, that would be deemed as snitching. But, but I don't agree with that. But see but, that's, that's also a ploy from the police. To try to, it was a tactic used to divide and conquer them while they were detained. Absolutely, but he shouldn't have ate the snacks because he knew that that was a tactic used by the police, and because of that, that presented as him snitching because he ate the snacks. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think, I don't think that that shrimp knew it was a tactic. I think that he thought about it, but he's never been in that situation, so he didn't really think it was real. Right, you know what I'm saying. Right, I think it got real to him once he was let go and he's walking out and he's looking at everybody. And and as you notice, it says that he looked at everybody's face and it, and he could tell that they looked at him like he was a snitch. Right. So that word had already traveled through through the whole uh, uh, lockdown situation that he he was snitching. You know right. Right. So and just like when they brought snacks inside the room and show him. Like just quickly, boom! Look, this dude talking. He got this. It was a quick image. It wasn't enough time for him to get his words off and say nah. And yeah, Shrimp said, yeah, they they trying to play me, but it's too late mm-hmm. because perception's reality. Right, right. So I mean, these cops already knew who all these guys were. They knew that Shrimp wasn't, you know. Without going too far ahead. Go ahead. You know, they 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 knew that Shrimp wasn't you know a, a part of them, right? Yeah. So. You know, I think they used shrimp against you know the, these guys. You know, saying they basically shrimp, you know, snitched. And he told you know because when they came to see shrimp, they were already upset. You know, yeah. when they seen his face, they was already like mad at him, like he did something already. Yeah. You know, but you know, regardless, at the end of the day, when he was released, whether he snitched or not, he's still a snitch, right? Yeah. People gonna question why? Why were you the only one who you know was released? <laughs> so that's good topic. We'll, we'll, we'll segue into that. The whole being released out of jail situation early, does that make you a snitch? Because everybody try to say, well, mm. oh, he came home and he didn't come home. That make him a snitch. But when you really when you really look at the situation, I kind of throw my input on that, is, hey, Shrimp, we'll use his character. He has no past record, no nothing. He, they don't even, they, he didn't, they didn't even know he existed until he, until he, was, he was locked up with them. So with that being the case, if I'm locked up with everybody that has a long rap sheet and I ain't have no priors and you know I didn't do it and they let me out, how does that make me a snitch because I'm not a proven criminal like y'all? Well, in, in the black community, that's just, just how it is. I is know. It, is that just in the black community? If you look at other communities, I mean, they like to look at the evidence, you know, the yeah. facts. And, and, and what other communities? Please I, specify. I would say, you know, like the, the white community. If you, if you were in jail and you got released, they want to find out the facts. And they really don't get. They don't care if you snitch. They're not gonna be upset with you for snitching. I actually think that snitching in the whole black community, that whole concept is is deeply rooted. You know, goes back to the days of slavery. You know. How so? Um, I I, I say that because you know, you know, like the whole underground railroad or the slaves, you know, talking and and, and game planning to kind of get away. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of times they snitched on each other, right, and, yeah. and told on each other. And um, that's kind of looked down upon in, in our community, you know. Yeah. Well, and also, I just feel that you know, it it doesn't those those rules or processes still apply to our community in general. Like, for example, like the Central Park Five. I don't know if you you guys ever know about that story with the Central Park Five. Um. So so basically, is that, is that a Detroit situation? No, no, no. It was New York. So basically, um, these five kids they were like fourteen to sixteen years old. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were out at Central Park just hanging out. You know, kind of getting into a little bit of trouble, but nothing out of the ordinary that most teenagers would do. Um, there was a jogger uh, who was a twenty-eight year old Caucasian woman who uh, worked on Wall Street, 
and she uh, ended up getting raped and, and brutally beaten. Um, these kids were brought in um, to be questioned, and basically they were coerced into admitting to the crime, even though they did not commit the crime. Mm-hmm. It later came out that the DNA evidence uh, showed that there was... Later, like when, like 15 years later? Right, right. But they found out before the trial even started. Oh. And... Even with that, even with the fact that they found the DNA evidence mm-hmm. and it wasn't, it didn't trace any of those kids, mm-hmm. they still proceeded with the trial and they ended up getting convicted of the crime. Wow. So that's just a prime example of, you know, we still tend to, you know, go go off the vibe of, you know, good, guilty until proven innocent when it comes to our black people. Mm-hmm. Now that now the justice system works for, you know, the other communities, but when it comes to us, that's that still applies. And that also permeates into our community. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So, um, you know, they were later exonerated because that the person that actually committed the crime admitted to it. And they was able to see that his DNA was all over the uh, crime site. Mm-hmm. So they ended up, you know, they had already served their time at that point. So, but, you know, they basically let them off or acquitted them of the crime, but the damage is already done at that point. You see what I'm saying? So, the, and, and when you speak of damage, that's the same damage that's pretty much done to shrimp because, like I said, the last words is don't come out here, you're a snitch. Right. Now, you're a snitch, and there's no proven facts here. See what I'm saying? Right. Like, we don't know who's, who, we don't know who's what, who did what, and, and who, who, who's talking. But, like I said, that the, what do you, what do you what do you guys think about the the good cop versus bad cop? The we're gonna use the we're gonna use the white cop to be the aggressor here, and then we're gonna come and use the black cop to be the you know you my brother. Let yeah, me, let me help you. Well, what do y'all think about that? That's Uncle Tom all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, they're trying to get a conviction. Yeah, they don't care. I mean, that's the nature of their work is to get you to admit to something. Right. Or find out some facts. So, even though they played the good cop versus bad cop and got what they wanted with the information, um, when Detective Smitten took them home at the took uh, shrimp home at the end of the night, um, what do you think about uh, him saying, you know, you need to get out of town? Because if he didn't care, he could have just been just watched it all unfold and let the retaliation happen. And it's because he knew he threw shrimp under the bus. So he was giving them a heads up, like, you need to get out of town. You know, these guys going to think you, you snitch because he understands that those guys probably have a, a different type of connection than they do with shrimp. Yeah. So if it's if we're all tight and we grew up together and there's some other guy, no matter what, we're going to stick together. Whether you snitch or not, shrimp is still the snitch. So is that an example of what was it called, Stockholm Syndrome? I guess. Explain, explain that. It's pretty much, you know... <laughs> it's pretty much it's pretty much a situation and, and I believe and I believe you told you, you, you told me something about this before. Pretty much let's just say um you have a you have somebody that robbed a bank. And you know, of course the bank robbers coming in with the guns, they get down, they may smack somebody, they may, you know what I mean, do some inappropriate things, say some inappropriate things. But as a victim, when you sympathize for the person that's that's doing the crime, that's that's where we get that from. And it's kind of a, it's kind of just a, it's it's not a guilty conscience because you didn't do nothing wrong. It's just it's just sympathy, and it's it's natural in humans. And some people are cold; they don't have sympathy. But I believe that in this situation, that he know he lined shrimp up, and if shrimp was to find out was to end up dead or anything like that, he could sleep at night because he told him to get out of town. Now, if he didn't tell him to get out of town, he probably wouldn't better sleep at night. He probably you know probably end up drinking himself to death. You never know, but. That line right there was his way of saying, if something happened to you, my conscience is clear. Because mm-hmm. I told you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's, what's your take on that, uh, Lydia? I agree. He did throw him under the bus. Because the whole snack situation, that didn't, I don't know, that didn't stand out to me like that. Okay, he came in the room when snacks came in there, so he had snacks. All right, he didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. What happened was the detective said, um, the detective told Snacks that he snitched. Mm-hmm. Shrimp, I mean, Snacks, what's his name? Snacks didn't see, see nothing wrong with the Snacks situation. Yeah, that. So, so yeah, he was covering covering himself. 
Because okay. he know he threw shrimp under the bus. Uh-huh. And shrimp, it's poor little self. Like, you just, you, know, you gotta feel sorry for him sometimes. Because <laughs> he just don't know. Now, when it first starts off, he, he's saying things like, um, I did this because this is what I heard him do in the movie. So, you know, little small things that the first time you get locked up, you know, he's he's basing his experience and how he's going to talk, not off of his street knowledge, but strictly off of movies and TV shows and probably video games. So when it gets real, you don't think that he handled himself better than a lot of people that's from the street would have handled themselves. Because a lot of people, you know, you watch First 48, see what I'm saying? That, you know, they start sitting back in the seat and, and in the book, you know, Shrimp does show characteristics of a rat because, you know, he's sitting there, he's leaning back. You know what I mean, he's putting his shirt inside his sweater. You know what I mean? These are all signs that the detectives are looking like, okay, you about to break. And then right before he's about to break, they bring in some snacks for him, you know, some Pepsi and a honey bun. And then still not talking. Okay, so now we're going to break you. We're going to bring in one of your boys. And then what's the first thing he said? I ain't snitched. Now, you just snitched on your whole situation by saying, I ain't snitched. Because what is that a snitch on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see right. what I'm saying? So so now, that little small bit right there, the detectives could take that back to Snacks and saying, what didn't he snitch on, Snacks? Right. And then Snacks like, hey, Shrimp did snitch. I just saw him eating, so it's the visualization. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure in that situation, if I'm a detective, I'm going to take him. I'm going to take Snacks and I'm going to put him in the room with his other homeboy and I'm going to say, I'm just going to let him talk. And then Snacks going to be like, man, this nigga fucking snitching, man. Damn, we fucked up. See what I'm saying? So, in the situation when it comes to snitching, if the rest of the people group up and say, damn, Shrimp is snitching, now let's snitch on him. Right. Is that exempt them from being a snitch on the streets? Because nine times out of ten, people can, 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 can talk about honor and all this other stuff, but... If all four of us get locked up together and we got one dude in the car, shrimp, and none of us know him, what, how are we going to, and we know he's snitching, what are we going to do? If we can have a conversation, your average person is going to say, look, all of us is going to say that shit is his. And that's what the detective said. Hey, all I'm saying is yours. Right. Right. So at this point, shrimp is coming out and saying, he's thinking in his mind, the detective just told me these niggas just snitched on me. Everybody just snitched on me. Mm-hmm. So, but he's, that's why I said I don't believe he's a snitch because at that point, he still didn't drop it down. He could have been like, oh, oh, for real? They all snitch? Well, and his way of getting out of it was just saying, I didn't snitch. Check the fingerprints, lie detector test, whatever. Ask them to do that and let's see. So I'm saying, pretty much. So is that snitching? I just eliminate myself in the situation. Mm. Shrimp I mean, got himself in that situation when a detective asked him, how long did you know them? And he said, like, three days or three weeks or something like that. Yeah. So that started the whole thing. Yeah, but you can know. I mean, you know, I, I don't think that really indicts him. I mean, because, you know, I know people that do that or about that life anyways. If they get called, if I get called in, I say, yeah, I know him. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm snitching or I, I was a part of the crime. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like. I know him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of people know criminals. <laughs> so so what's gonna what is gonna classify you as a snitch? Man, that that that's tough because I mean, again, I agree with you in saying that he did not snitch. Mm-hmm. I felt like he didn't snitch. Um, but it's just that again, perception is reality, just like you said. So he did everything to to make him perceive that somebody that snitched well, and unfortunately you know that's that was you know that's that's gonna be what is you know regarded as the truth you know what i'm saying that's why you need to get out of town well, i'm gonna tell you what a snitch is to me i'm saying it's a lot of snitches on facebook instagram and all of the social media <laughs> platforms number one if you you on facebook live and you you're showing guns and all this drugs you're a snitch I'm right right because number one if they come and raid your shit and I'm in your shit with you and we all go down, we went down because of your Facebook Live. So you snitched. Number right. two, if we'll use snacks, for example. Let's just say 
Snacks is locked up and we all know. What do people say? Free snacks. He a fool with it. What is he a fool with? Right. That's snitching. That's snitching. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And people don't even realize that. You trying to glorify your friends again. You can't give somebody street cred without snitching on social media. I can't sit here and say, oh, Drew, he he with it. Right. Right. Oh, you know what I mean? He 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 bought that gunplay. Right. Right. So all of all of that is is stuff that will come back and and haunt you, especially in indictments. You know what I'm saying? Well, would you say that um, in that case, then some of the criminals or people that you know get jammed up, they snitch on their own stuff too. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but see, what happens is when they snitch on themselves and their lawyer look at them and be like, "Yo, Drew, you fucked up." Yeah. Now they want to. Yo, he's snitching. He's snitching. You know what I'm right. saying? Now he right. they they want to they want to they want to kind of kind of switch it up, but uh, especially in 2018. A lot of young dudes, man. Like, I never. I remember. <laughs> I remember posing with guns and stuff like that on MySpace. <laughs> you can probably go on MySpace and find an old picture. That, you know what I mean? It's on there. Yeah, yeah. But, you know what I mean? That was, you know, that, that was, that was stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But and, and that goes back to the cave mentality, as mentioned in the Ford. Right. But at some point in time, somebody is supposed to come out and be like, "Yo, that's dumb." I'm saying what you're doing is stupid and sometimes it's too late some people realize it's stupid once they already locked up but I can tell you this everybody talking about check my paperwork check this check that check that I'm trying to tell you right now if you take a plea deal eight times out of ten you're a snitch well you know, do, do you believe that if you take a plea deal if I'm a cop I'm not giving you or if I'm a DA or whatever I'm not giving you no plea deal if you ain't cooperating And cooperating Is snitching, snitching. You know what I'm saying? Well, To me Snitching is approved If I had nothing to do with it And I'm going down for a crime If I knew you did it And it wasn't me Oh I'm telling The only person That's exempt, real The only person exempt From snitching Is the next door neighbor You know what I'm saying Is the Is the Is the innocent Bystander That's That's around a crime Because If I'm taking my trash out You know what I'm saying And and I got a leg and an arm hanging out the trash bag. See what I'm saying? Walking to the walking to the car. I'm putting the body in the trunk. Or if I'm walking, if I'm walking down, I'm smelling like weed and I got mad weight in my hand. Right. And the neighbor called the police on me. I can't treat them like I'm treating somebody in the street. Because I was un- that's no different than riding down the street, hot boxing your car and the police pull you over. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The police ain't no snitch because he turned you in to the to the jailhouse. Because you understand that it's his job to lock your ass up. So the rules. Your neighbor, they gonna. That is a snitch, Travis. Oh, it's a snitch, but he he get paid to snitch. So when you put that back, neighbor. So 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 that that brings up a question then. So who do the rules apply to? The rules apply to the people who play the game. I'm saying. Okay. That's how I believe it. Your neighbor's not playing that game. Right. Now, if your neighbor comes over to your house at any point during your your tenure as your neighbor mm-hmm. and understands what you're doing and then tries to snitch oh absolutely see man white people snitch, snitch all the time <laughs> <laughs> they don't get labeled as snitches <laughs> to me every time somebody's labeled as a snitch it's somebody black right uh-huh. white person can tell on camera if it's him they're good a black person say something you know they're a snitch hey but how, how do you live by the code of not snitching right but yet you tell your your kids if somebody mess with you in school, you need to go tell the teacher. If somebody, it's all the same thing. But that's if you teach your kids who, who, that. Whoever told you that? Huh? Exactly. Whoever told you that? Whoever told me what? If somebody, if somebody to go to the teacher. Yeah, I heard you, you say that shit the other day. I know that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. Yeah. But we were never told to go tell our teacher. Yeah, exactly. I don't follow none of them rules. <laughs> <laughs> we so, snitching. So you, so you have. You know, <laughs> So, hey, so you, so you feel the waiver out. See what I'm saying? Hey, listen, I'm not a part of that code or nothing. I'm snitching. Okay. So, yeah. so, I but, agree. but, but still, <laughs> hey, but still, you're not a part of the code, right? So, if you go into the convenience store today when we leave, see what I'm saying? Somebody run up in there, and rob the convenience store. You see the dude face. Police come. They like, we need you to come down to the station, and be a witness, pick these dudes out of the lineup. So you go down there and you be like. Don't don't even finish the lineup. It's that nigga right there. I got to get back to VA. We're gonna go ahead and knock this shit out right now. If are you so you don't think that those dudes are wrong for coming at you for snitching? 
No. Well, first of all, they'll never see me again. <laughs> you know, and second of all, I mean, I, I will only I will only cooperate if somebody got killed or something like that. If it was just like a robbery, you know, yeah, okay. But so if it was not, right. so, so if you seen someone get robbed, you mean to tell me you're not going to cooperate with the police? No. I, I was I was driving the street the other day. Car flipped over there in the ditch. I kept going. It's none of my business. <laughs> it's none of my business. <laughs> I think I think I think in every situation you have to kind of like weigh the options. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Again, if 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 I'm involved in any kind of way, and it's a matter of me getting out of this situation, yeah, yeah I'm probably gonna snitch. So, let, so but, like so, Troy so, Av, it was a dude, uh, Troy Av. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. people label him as a snitch right now, and he was basically saying that, you know, it wasn't him. I mean, to protect himself, he has to, you know, tell him somebody. I mean, else. there's video and stuff on that. I mean, everybody knows. But see, what what happens is, and when it comes to snitching, the person that has the street cred. Like one thing that, that Troy Ave said, people talk about street cred, but their credit score is 500. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> and with that being said, is street cred is only going to get you one thing. See what I'm saying? Is when we all get locked up, the person with the most street cred, street cred is going to be the one that's not labeled to snitch. See what I'm saying? Even though he's snitching. Right. Oh, he can't snitch because he's the boss. He, his street cred is up there. So in Troy Ave's situation, Tax stone street cred is more than, than Troy Ave's, so ain't nobody just gonna come out and say, "Oh, he's snitching," because he's known. See what I'm saying? So therefore, you're being at the bottom of the situation. You're expected to sit here and be quiet and not say nothing and just say and, and, and do the and do the rap. See what I'm saying? Oh no, yeah. So so I, so, so, I, I so, totally so, disagree so with that. So, so let's, I mean, I, I I agree with what you saying, but I don't I don't agree with taking a rap for anybody. So 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 what, <laughs> you know so what, what y'all telling me now is you will snitch. Yeah, it, it, go ahead. If we're in the same gang, right? If yeah. we, we a gang right here. Yeah. And I can't snitch on anybody because we're in this together. Right. You no. Know? Right. I can't snitch on you. Right. But if we're if we're just you know regular people out here, and I mean I don't. I don't. I mean, I, I'd probably snitch on you, honestly. <laughs> you know, if you if I seen you kill somebody in, in the Waffle House, right? Yeah. And they ask me who was the shooter, right? I'm telling. But why? Why? Why is it your business to tell? Why? Why are we both doing life? Huh? Why are we both doing life? But I'm saying though. But okay, if we're involved and, and somebody does it, that's one. But if you just witness a shooting, then why are you telling? I mean, but, 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 you see, you see, but, but, but I'm saying they, they have no camera and everything. I'm it was saying, you. but but if you, if you don't, okay, you walk in, the, you walk in the Waffle House. Matter of fact, I'm not even gonna use that. I'm not giving them. We don't get paid to advertise Waffle House here. Okay, true. So you walk into uh, Bingos. See what I'm saying? And so you sitting down, drinking coffee. See what I'm saying? And somebody come in and shoot somebody. You don't know. You don't know. What are you going to do? Police come in. Boom, right away. Everybody stay right here. We need everybody to go down to the station. We got to get a statement from everybody. Me? I'm going to be like, I ain't see nothing. See what I'm saying? I had nothing to do with that. And the reason why I didn't see nothing is because when I go and pick people up out of a lineup, now I got bigger problems. Absolutely. I got the problems that Shrimp got. Get out of town. See right. what I'm saying? I'm not right. dealing with Now I jeopardize my whole family. Right, and I'm not, and it ain't about snitching no more. Now I got to defend myself, so I might have to shoot you now. See what I'm saying? Right. So now it's another shooting, and then we're gonna. It's like passing it. You know what I mean? And trust me, when I shoot somebody, I roll the dice and lie with somebody that be like, "That's him right there." See what I'm saying? Right. So if you if you witness a crime, are you gonna are you gonna be a good Samaritan and cooperate with the police if you don't know nobody? I mean, it, it really depends on the situation. But, like, for example, say if it's me and you somewhere, mm -hmm. right, and you shoot somebody and kill them, me and you are together, mm -hmm. right? Two days later, they come pick both of us up, yeah. right? And they're saying both of y'all are going to be charged with murder. You know you did it. Are you, you going to let me go down with you? Time out. I'm going to give you a situation. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And, and, and like I said, I'm going to be very vague to protect the innocent, the guilty. <laughs> when we was young, See what I'm saying? I did something very stupid. See what I'm saying? And um, for me being the age that I was, I cleaned it up very well. See what I'm saying? And in this situation, I learned that if you cooperate with your co-defendant, you have a good chance of getting off. See what I'm saying? Right. 
Now, they want people to snitch because a lot of times they don't have nothing. And a lot of times they got to have a smoking gun. If you look at First 48, the ones that don't say nothing, sometimes it's a couple episodes. They get off on First 48. Right. See what I'm saying? Then they right. put up their stick. Like they going to catch you. Nah, they ain't caught you. It's a wrap. See what I'm saying? So in this particular situation, my brother was with me. And my my brother's friend was with me. See what I mean? And you know what I mean? We was in this situation and I told this person what I was going to do to him. And my brother probably brushed it off, but he probably knew I was serious about it. So, boom. So, to make a long story short, I did what I said I was going to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. And once I did what I said I was going to do, you know what I mean? I came back and my brother was like, yo, you did that. <laughs> so, when my parents and all that is notified, you know what I'm saying? Me and my brother still united. Right. Okay. Now, my dad, no matter what, he comes in a situation and he's like, yo, you know, I'm going to treat you as if you're guilty. You know what I'm saying? Now, my dad's actions made me say, you would never know the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so me and my brother, you see what I'm saying? You know, this, you know, and my dad, kinda, he kind of kept us separated. I mean, but we shared the same room, so we was able to kind of pass kites and shit like that. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? And I pretty much told my brother, like, look, man, if I go down, you go down. Because nigga, you knew everything. <laughs> so at this point in time, my brother Mazware had just been the suspect, <laughs> the leading suspect, because we in this together. And me and, and, and me and him rolled that truth all the way out. Now, the scary part to that situation was this: when they bring my brother downstairs, talk to him, and then he comes by me. He gave me that look, like, "I got you." See what I'm saying? Right. Right. Now, in in the book, when Snacks walked into the room, he was looking for that look. Right, right. Now, if you ever been in trouble That's with somebody saying. before, you know that look. Yeah. And, and they was looking at me and my brother to see our body language, to see how we would interact. Right. See what I'm saying? Right. And he gave me that look like, boom. Right. Like I can go down here. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that look is developed with time in. <laughs> for yeah, that, for that, that, for for yeah. snacks and shrimp, they're not gonna have that connection. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. For us being together our entire life, you know, we do that with our parents. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? Mm-hmm. You right. know what I'm saying? Y'all had all the practice. Now, but see, this, now, this, now that's the crazy thing. You said we de- we developed that with time in. Now, my dad, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and also at that time, my my stepmom. I maybe, you know that, that you know. Maybe my dad wouldn't have snitched on me if I'd have told him the truth. Maybe. But us, we negotiated. Who's to say we, we, it's a 50-50 chance? Because my dad could be like, okay. And then my stepmom could be like, I'm dropping a dime. My stepmom could be like, okay. My dad could be like, I'm dropping a dime. Both of them could have been like, I'm dropping a dime. So right. I'm saying, you have to man up to your response. I mean, Response. I, I, That's what I was scared of. Right. I was scared I, of them saying. But it was it was other things to play. I mean, like you know, us destroying the evidence and you know, <laughs> um, and um, and scaring the witness a little bit. You know, it was it was, it was a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of facts. Hey, <laughs> see, but it goes it goes to show it. I'm just using the situation like being very vague with it, but um, it's. I mean, I could completely talk about it, man, because the statute of limitations is completely gone. That's what I'm saying. Right. Sure, but sure. the thing about it is. It, it, it's it, it is a connection. See what I'm saying? And when when I when I when I re, when I reached out to like you said witnesses and stuff. When I reached out to to certain people to, to try to go and make sure. When I reached out to certain people to try to make sure that I wouldn't get nobody would tell on me. Everybody who witnessed that, like let's just say the people who witnessed what happened, they had a choice. I can snitch or I can say I don't know. They chose to say they don't know. See what I'm saying? Right. right. So, and the reason why they said they don't know is because they didn't want the problems that come with that. Now I got now I got a worse problem than you. Right. So right. with that being right. said is we so do we all agree that you're not gonna if you see a crime, you're not gonna tell. Cameron, for example, says if he if he found out that his next door neighbor was a serial killer, he wouldn't tell. He just moved. 
Now, people said that was stupid. People said it was dumb. But let me explain something to you. If that serial killer just so happened to get off, or if he just so happened to escape town, and he's a serial killer, you don't think that he's going to get you? It's difficult, man, because, you know, I feel like with those type of situations, I mean, if your if your if your neighbor is a serial killer, are you snitching? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really don't. I mean, cuz cuz the thing is is that you know, you you I can't speak from that perspective right now because I'm not in that situation. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is is that you know, but if I'm there, you know, I'm thinking about my kids, I'm thinking about my family. You know, I don't want this guy out here Killing people mm-hmm. just randomly, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's people in my community, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's it's kind of hard to navigate because you don't, we don't really know what the emotional toll it is once we're actually in that situation. But I understand, like there's there's ramifications on both sides because mm-hmm. if I tell, then I'm a target. Where I could have just avoided that altogether, but then at the same time, it's like. Yo, this this dude is out here wilding, just just taking people lives for no reason, and you know, it, it's it's kind of like even like 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 for example, you know what I'm saying? I don't, and I you know um, I don't, I don't want to die too deep into this, but like you know the school shootings, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like all these school shootings that happen, um, even uh, the one the one shooting that hit me was when they went to the actual elementary school mm-hmm. and, and killed those kids. Uh, what was that? Sandy Hook, I believe. Yeah. Um, if you know that that's happening in your community, there's people that that have kids that age. I have kids that's in that that's at, that age. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably gonna snitch. You know what I'm saying? Just because of the fact that I know what they're dealing with with losing their kids. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So so it's it's all conditional. In, in, in that you know what situation, I'm saying? man. You know what I mean? In, in that situation, I think black youngster would snitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Hold on one second. But you know, one one thing about snitching is, um, I've heard people say it all the time. And I kind of feel the same way sometimes. Like same crime, black guy does it, I want snitch. Okay. Same crime, white guy does it, probably gonna snitch, right? Yeah. I'm, it was him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because I it, it, I don't have that same like that same fear of what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. And, and, and that goes in the workplace too. I mean, in the workplace, yeah. it's okay to be a snitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And. It's promoted. It's not. Now, <laughs> let me go on record and say I'm not saying it's okay to be a snitch, but the culture and work in your workplace, it's so it's okay to be a snitch, right? And sometimes I see people snitching, and I'm like, God, and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you, you see the movie Purge, and then you see people snitching, and you like, man, like, it's real out here. See what I'm saying? But guess what? You, I once said to somebody that where I grew up at. When you tell on somebody, it ain't no second chance. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where you grew up at, you tell on little Johnny, and guess what? Tomorrow, y'all playing again, and you forget about it. See, we, you know, we grew up, and even I know you and, and, and you, Lydia, when you snitch on somebody, you can't show your face. Your, your, your face is bad out here. You know what I'm saying? Right. And no, right. no matter what, it's people that I know that snitched when we was kids, and I still look at them the same way. Right. See what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. I still, and, and no, there's no matter what they can do, they can go out and do the Drake God's Plan video and give out a million dollars. But in, in my eyes, see what I'm saying? I'm still going to look at you the same way. And I only look at people who understood the consequences and snitched. Those are the people I frown upon. If you, if you want to commit a crime and do something with somebody collectively, then you can't snitch. And those are the ones that I say, that's bad business because you knew what you signed up for. Right. And those are the ones that the police prey off of. Yeah. So uh, how about you, Lady? What's what's your your final remarks on that? uh... I don't know. My my whole vision of snitch is so different from y'all's. I'm just like, there's no, like, I have no, like, if this happens, if this happens, you can snitch it. No, you don't say nothing. Never. I don't care if it's a serial killer next door. He killing um um old people. I don't care. I don't. I don't know nothing. So, so basically, so my this father is all. was a cop. He told I was raised as 
you don't see nothing, no nothing, 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 nothing. He Even if cop? it's yeah. He said that. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Now, why, then, do you, why do you think he said that as a cop? Because he understands what happens to people that tell, right? <laughs> exactly. He sees it. And me on, too. On a daily. And then man. you got I got family members who done stuff, and I'm like, oh, it's just you just don't say nothing, and I don't feel no remorse. I don't feel, I don't feel. Why don't like you, I need why to don't tell. You, why I don't just, you feel remorse? It's none of my business. Cause, because is that how you? My were? eyes were closed at the time. I don't know nothing. Can I pose a question? Then, yeah. I remember one time, like I had detectives in my house. This is for something like not feeling. I was a friend. A friend did something, yeah. and the detectives knocked on my door. They was looking at stuff, and I'm there like. Uh, and the whole time my parents were sleeping, mm-hmm. so I was like dealing with everything myself. I was like, "Oh, so what you looking for? What happened? Oh." Okay, so I let them do this. Do this. They looked around. They saw my father awards. Oh, father's officer, and they left. So let me ask you. So let me ask you a question. <laughs> just like that, and I'm like, let's that works let's, every time. let's just say you knew what happened in that situation, right? Mm-hmm. And let's just say that they said, okay, well, we're gonna lock you up, and we're gonna give you 15 to 20 years, and you know that this is true, and you're not gonna. No, but I know I'm untouchable. Okay, so check so this I out. I just knew that. I was so, just like, okay. So check so this out. They, I'm like, do you know but, 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 but I know, but let's just say your daddy wasn't a cop, and they came in your house or whatever, and they said they, they took you down and they said, okay, well, we know you know you're involved, or we know you know what happened. By you not telling us you're involved, and if we take this to trial, your lawyer even tells you you're gonna get 15. So this is 15 years away from your kids. Are you snitching on that person? This happened well before my kids. So I wouldn't no, 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 I, no, I just gave no, you the situation. No, no, this I just the, gave you the situation. Because you stay under no circumstances. Under no circumstances. So, not, so just, this is hold this on, is on like the table. If they have one parent that's out, I would do it. Huh? Well now you switching if they up. Have one parent that's out. Well, okay, so so I know so, I mean I would take the jail. So 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 I would go to jail. Fifteen years? If if they have they if their father is out, okay. then so, so check this I would out. go. So you would I do snitches. So, I can't. So check this out. I will I'll die. I'll slit my throat so, so before today, I do it. Today, if it happened today, would you snitch? Today? Yes or no? I mean, this is your freedom, hey, yo. You you losing time. Hey, listen, at the end of the day, time when you got to think about it. It's a 50-50. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, I, I don't, 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 even, don't even don't even answer that question right there. Because <laughs> if you got to think about it, we understand that it's 50-50. Yeah. yeah. That, because it's a lot of things you got to factor in right now. You got to factor if in. If was out, it wouldn't be nothing to think about. But you got to factor that in, though. There's still an if there. You know what I'm like, saying? They can't be in the streets with no parent. Like, I don't know. Okay. So so this, this brings me to another topic that I kind of heard with. See, when people, when, when I hear people say, this person's a snitch, or don't trust this person, or don't look at this person, I always listen to them. So, I listen to this Troy Ave interview, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say what network, but I listen to it, okay? And on this interview, he says that when he was growing up, or I don't know if he used his situation, but growing up in the streets, yo, imagine your dad being glorified as someone who never told he never snitched. So, as a kid growing up, you go you going to see your dad on visits and things like that, and you like, oh, dad, you glorify you 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 got street cred because you never told. So, what makes you think the son's not going to end up in the same situation, trying to be honorable to people who are not honorable to him? So, what do you do? And see, that's why, and that, and that's that, I mean, to me, it's like, what what does not switch snitching win you? You know what I'm saying? Okay, so you got street cred. You okay. still don't have his freedom. It, Drew, you know what I'm saying? All of us, 18 years old, 17 years old, right now, and we're having this conversation. It's completely different. See what I'm saying? It's right. completely different. Like you grew up in where? Brooklyn. Okay. She grew up in Brooklyn. We grew up in Virginia Beach. You grew up in where? Detroit. Detroit. Now we know that. All these areas, you know, it's a zero tolerance for this. At right. 17, in your prime of when you can commit a crime, you know what I'm saying? Right. You can best believe everybody at this table right now will probably, will probably say, I ain't snitching. <clears throat> now, now Devin, me, I'm, now, I'm, now, I'm, I'm probably going to snitch. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I was about to say, now, Devin, see what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I mean? Hey. I mean, I mean, it depends. I've been in many situations with you, I didn't snitch, right? But but why I did, did not snitch? Because I'm your brother, right? Right. 
But if I wasn't your brother. But I was also never posed with the, the question. Okay. You're getting 30 years. So, so, so let me get in that situation. We're going to use this. We're going to use, I'll, I'll use a different name. Let's just say, uh, uh, let's just say his name is, uh, uh, okay. Okay. His name is okay. So you seen okay do mad stuff around us and our brothers and stuff. You seen it. So if okay was to get locked up and the police came to the house and said, Hey, what do you know about this? Are you going to ride out for okay if he wasn't our family? Now, I'll say, I don't, I don't know. Who's okay. Who's okay? Now, why would you not just snitch? And why would you say okay? Because I, be, I know the because, reason because why. I be snitching on myself. <laughs> okay, exactly. I, I may not have been involved in everything, but I was involved in some things. And I could get you know, if if okay found out I snitch, then he can snitch on me for some other. So stuff. what if okay already snitched? What if he already said already said, look, man, hey, I, I'm a man. Cause see, sometimes as soon as they say um, you have the right to remain silent, I'm telling right there. Soon, so so, so soon. check this out. If if, if if I if I was to get locked up and I said, look, I'm a man. And I'm a, I'm a reset my accept my responsibilities. I'm gonna tell you what I did. I think that is one of the biggest ways to snitch in history. It is. That is because what's happening is you can't. First of all, you're not telling me everything. You're only telling me everything that you did because you want to get a deal. Okay. Right. That's it. So with that being said, if I tell you everything about me, I have got. I said okay. We all went to the store. And you know, start naming names. This is how I go. We all went to the store. Uh, uh, yeah, my homeboy got out, man, and you know, what I mean, he, he opened the door. He, he pointed the gun at the cashier. And who's your homeboy? Uh, Drew. Uh, okay. <laughs> then we, then we, I got you. Then, then we go and I, I go back there and get a Colt forty five and a Snicker bar, and then Lydia come in the back door. Boom. You know what I'm saying, and yeah, I'm gonna snitch on her because you know what I mean she ain't one of us. I'm gonna snitch on her. You know what I'm saying, right? And then we hop back in the car. My homeboy, he drive us away. Once we get away with the money, who's your homeboy that, that drove away? Oh, Devin. You know what I'm saying, now you done snitched on all parties. You know what right, saying? right. And, you know what I mean. And then, then that's another thing. Writing statements at work. I, I got to touch on this. If you at work or you in a in a in a situation where you write a statement, what 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 do you think about that? I never wrote if, a statement if, at work. If you at work, Devin, if you if I you, if you at work and your job is depending on it, and they say, "Look, we had uh we had Johnny sexually harassing some some females at work," and uh, they say we looked on camera and you was right there, you can't say you didn't see it because I mean you laughed at it. You know what I'm saying now. We need you to write a statement. Now, would you write that statement? I've actually wrote a statement before. One time, um, guy fake <laughs> fell down the stairs, and he checked at workers' comp. I seen him fake fall down the stairs. <laughs> so I, I had so why, to. Why snitch though? Because the how, camera, but, the, but, the, the camera you, see me walk by. But how do you know he fake fell? Because I seen him. I seen him lay down like, oh. <laughs> it could have been real though. Yeah, but you because, could, hey, because guess, guess what? If I didn't say anything, they already, they already, they already had me. They seen the camera. They, say, they seen me see it. So, so, so if the, I didn't say anything, I was so, done. So to recap, does everybody here believe that if you're posting stuff on Instagram, Snapchat, social media, you're snitching? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Does, 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 everybody, does everybody believe that if you if you out here saying, Free to God, you know I'm saying, hey, free. Oh, he's with it. He do it the hard way. Pause. If he do that, is that snitching all day? Yeah, all day. So, and, and, and let me That's touch on this one last thing. What do y'all believe on someone saying free snacks if snacks is locked up? I think it's dumb. Why is that dumb? Because it's like you, you glorifying him. It's okay. like it's. It's just dumb. I'm going to tell you how I look like at it. it. If you saying free snacks or free your homeboy, right? After you just posted a comment on your social media that says, oh, he crazy. He throw it off or he with that. Man, listen, they don't even need you in court, dog. They're just going to go ahead and screenshot that. Yeah. And that's coming to court. And they're going to be like, so snacks, what do you say about your homeboy saying free you and you're with that? So I'm saying you, 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 you. You say you don't carry guns, but he's saying that you told him, and they post some mm-hmm. pictures, and I see mm-hmm. your Facebook, and you got guns. See what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Um, so we uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and um, we'll touch we'll touch on the four real fast for like a quick quick five. Okay. Um, I know I kind of I kind of did a recap here with Devin. So the cave mentality. See, he leaning back right there. That that that, that right there is a symbol <laughs> of discomfort. See, what I'm saying that's what Shrimp did. <laughs> you know, he hey, they see he better just tuck his hands inside of his right, right. <laughs> So with, with the four, and, and like I said, I want to get this discussion here also here with with, with Devin because you know he wrote that. Yeah. Um, What's your take on that? Um, I, th- I thought it was pretty powerful um, okay. because of the fact that I think this is almost like the blueprint that we should use in our community. Okay. Um, you know, it's like a lot of us, like we just discussed, we kind of came from different backgrounds. We, you know, we know what life. Oh my bad. We know what life about is, is as far as being in the hood and everything like that. But also too, we've had that exposure to where we've seen other and greater things in life. And it's definitely on us to be able to educate our people and inform our people of that. Um, so I, I thought that that was really a good, you know, baseline to, you know, the book in general. Um, because a lot of things, you know, and also too, the environments shape our behaviors. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And a lot of people outside of that environment don't understand. But the thing is, is that we like to believe that we have full autonomy over our behaviors and the decisions that we make. But a lot of times that's not really the case. It's really about what your environment and that's going to shape what behaviors and decisions that you hey, make. So touching on that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> with the, with, with, with what was said in the fort, um, what's, what's that question I asked you about? Um, uh, about the four yesterday. Um, I think I think it was pretty much what when it comes to the, oh that's what it is. okay being in a cave. If you know someone's in the cave, what and you know the outcome like you know, I'm not saying you're Nostradamus or nothing, but what do you how do you help them if you know they're going they're going down the wrong path. What do you do? You know what? That was the that was actually the question I was going to present to y'all today because it's it's almost like from a personal standpoint, I kind of struggle with how to articulate this to people to where they can understand it and receive it and it be effective. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, part of my belief is is just exposure more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Sometimes you just got to remove the person from that environment. Just take them out to the beach or something. Let them see something that they're just not accustomed to seeing. Things that we take for granted right. but because we don't understand. But, but Drew, that's you know the same saying? thing as that person being released from the cave and going out and seeing the, seeing everything was fake. And then coming right back to the cave or the hood and doing the same thing. Now, everybody's going to come back and, and change. Some people are just going to. Well, well, you you got to plant that seed, though. You know what I'm saying? I I, I can use one example, man. Um, you know, like like back in the day or whatever. Um, I had this I had this guy. He you know he was from Detroit. You know about that life and everything like that. We actually went out. We just took a trip out to like this place called Wheels Inn, which is like in Canada. And like you know we we didn't do nothing. We just like we was bowling. We just chill. You know what I'm saying? Just just regular stuff. But the thing is, is that, yes, he went back to his environment. He did end up doing time in jail and everything like that. But he always remembered that trip that we took the wheels in. And it was crazy to me because I didn't think nothing of it. I mean, I never even saw a dude, like, after that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, like, once well, after well, that. I, I give you a prime example. Yeah. You know, I coach you football. Right. We didn't took kids to Atlanta, Florida, Tennessee, all over. Right. And it's some of those kids that sometimes we're taking these trips and none of them never been outside of Charlotte. Right. And then you cut your TV on one night and you didn't see they done did this, that, and the third. Right. Now, that trip had no effect. It was temporary for them. Right. See what I'm saying? Right. And some people, it's going to change their life. Some people, it's not. But like you said, Devin, when you kind of touched on that, you said that you just got to kind of let them Right for themselves. Right in the in the in the case of the you know youth football players you know from Charlotte, you know going out and coming back. At the end of the day, you know Charlotte's the representation of that cave. Mm-hmm. They came back to the cave, right? Mm-hmm. You know it's not like they were able to get out and get away. Like uh, where are you from? From Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Um, I bet you can go back to Detroit right now. Some of the people you grew up with are still there in Detroit. Absolutely. Never left Detroit. 
and for them they can't see bigger than Detroit. <clears throat> this is it for them, you right. know. Um, um, and same thing you could probably go back to Brooklyn and, and people are they can't see outside of that, you know. And 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 even if they leave for a moment, they still come back and they still there, right? Um, I mean, um, I know people who join the military and they get away from where they're from, and they never go back because they feel like they go back to that. They're you know not necessarily saying that the place is a bad place. But you know, getting out of that that mindset and that mentality. Cave, yeah, that mentality mm-hmm. for them, you know it, you know. And but at the end of the day, even even once we get out of that cave, we are still in a, some. We are still ignorant in some form. We're right. still in a cave. You know, it's still a. It's always a. Um, a you know, uh, that comes with that. Right. Yeah. So 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 to kind of sum up the uh, you know chapter one snitch and the and the four we, we loosely touched on there, um, kind of just with the closing remarks, I kind of feel like. The four, you know, it sets the it sets the tone, and to jump right into the chapter snitch. I'm, I'm once you read once the, the some people read all the way through, um, the people who haven't read it already or do this audio experience, they're gonna realize why this snitch chapters first. Because number one, we set the tone with being in the cave, and two, we set the tone on the environment when it comes to being a snitch, because that's the number one dishonorable thing you can do. In the hood is snitch. Think about that. Absolutely. I know people that done did a whole lot of stuff, crazy things from 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 prostitution to to killing people to this. But a snitch is worse than all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean, like a snitch and a rapist is like on the same level. You know what I'm saying? And where we grew up at. Right. So starting it off with that, you know what I'm saying, and then you know the next chapter we're gonna go to is instigator. Um, so we're not going to touch on that, but you know, going from these type of things, these are it's, it's a buildup, and this book is created just a of someone who's shrimp's age or fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, or whatever can read this, and this is like the manual of shit not to fucking do. Right, you know what I'm saying right, like if just like shrimp said in the beginning, he learned this from he saw it on on TV, so people can read this and say, well, dang. And just like with this podcast, talking about what's a snitch, hopefully someone can, you know, cut the Facebook live shit out. You know what I'm saying? And people don't got to know what you know. I mean, when I say cut the Facebook live stuff out, it's snitching on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm about, I'm about to say you, you still glorifying snitching? I mean, uh, not snitching? Am I glorifying? No, you, you were saying they would cut the Facebook stuff out. Yeah. I mean, you snitching on yourself. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's a lot of, it's a lot of you telling. You know what I'm saying? You writing. <clears throat> I, 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 had a, <laughs> I had a kid that played for me a couple years ago. And we was talking about snitching. It was somebody was snitching. They was like, "Man, you writing?" Oh nah. One of them, uh, was somebody, somebody dad came home from jail, and they were, you know how from my dad, he gonna be in jail forever. Then all of a sudden he came home, and one of the kids said, "Man, he writing." <laughs> and I, I didn't even understand the slang. I was like, "He writing?" Like, yeah, man, he writing statements, man. Hey, he, hey that's why he got out of jail. <laughs> So with, with, with that being said, you see what I'm saying? That mentality is if if the judge say, and, it's, and some people are stupid, if you go to a federal prison and the judge say, okay, I'm sending you to 30 years, most likely you're not going to do all 30. But if your ass get out on 29 years, the street's going to say you snitch. Mm-hmm. Why, why you get out a year early? Mm-hmm. There ain't no such thing as good behavior when it comes to snitching. Ain't none of that. People, it's just an ignorant mindset. So how can you get out early? <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Anybody got any more? Closing remarks or um nah, I mean I think I think you really kinda touched on it the a lot of things as far as the snitching and the code. And I what I what I can appreciate about this podcast is that we're able to kinda elaborate on some of the things because you know, you can read a book and not internalize everything and understand what the message it, mm-hmm. what the message actually is. So it's good to just kinda have this platform to kinda, you know, going to you know what what the inner workings of the book and what everything means and um i think people can internalize it a lot better so yeah i'm good this is fun uh good conversation um yeah like i said it's all about coming closer to the truth and hopefully <laughs> someone can someone can listen to this podcast and and be closer to the truth and realize that sometimes they be dry snitching. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey, like I said, the next chapter review will be Instigator. Uh, this is Team Next Up Podcast. Like I said, brought to you by Move Out Publishing House. Drew, Lydia, special guest Devin, we out.
screwed me over, promise you my lips are zip. It is loyalty that before the sign of yeah, I live by this. Your honor was your honor, why my people taking stands? Purchase from my mama, you ain't got no fucking friends. Won't you in the drama, go ahead and cut the grass. Watch your so-called friends turn into snakes instead the past. Yeah, I doubt it, what mom shot at everybody in the hood, said you was about to shit, hit the fan, you into the man, so you can stay home and chill with the fam like I ain't got one. Like I ain't got two, like I ain't got a bunch of mouths to feed, nigga, just like you. I'm in a bind, surely on the way 